Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. It's me, your boy, Big Tasty, joined, as always, by Faye. How's it going, Faye? Hello. Um, I'm still reeling from BTA, so, you know, we're all good here. So, sort of. Yeah. You know? uh, and Jay. How's it going, Jay? I'm, I'm good. You, you mean you, you wanted to quote a Bushi who was, Kenny was texting? Is that what you're saying? Uh... Me, 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 and, me and Big Tasty had a conversation that we were going to try and like set Faye off before this podcast. And I just Kenny, do it to myself. Kenny was and making so, some some choice faces <laughs> when they were talking to Katakashi before, weren't they? It's he? gonna happen. It's gonna be. It's gonna happen. Like I told you, I <laughs> said it. Kenny's in Kenny's danger, and he knows. Such a fucking betray on Takeshi. No, I think it's the other way around. Nah, I I did until I saw BT this week, and then I was like, Nah, Kenny's gonna go full bastard. <laughs> also, he's got his heel hair though, hasn't he? Yeah. Also, just to kind of like go into the sort of method of like what I've been doing this evening, me and Joe recorded the, the fantasy all in. And uh, we had a, dis- a full like discussion about this. Like, so Kenny's going to turn on them and then it's going to be Kenny and Abushi eventually vers- versus Hangman and Takeshita, isn't it? <clears throat> For the custody of the Young Bucks in the Shark Cage. Why are they in the Shark Cage? Why not? wrestling. Don Carlos has put them in. He's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> like just shark age. Yeah. <laughs> can't, no. can't it be like the um, custody of Don Carlos match and everyone like lies down and begs to be pinned? What, so the loser, the loser gets Don Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> loser gets Don Carlos. Winner gets the books. Oh god. Oh, can you just can you just lie there and take it? I really, I just want him to like. Yeah. Oh, I hate Don Carlos, but yeah. Oh my god, it's just, I feel like everything's happening, but also we're just being teased with things that haven't even been hinted at. It's mad how much like story they're putting in BT now and how little of anything else is in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I there was feel... nothing else this week. It no. was just... It was well, just... it's a little dark order stuff as well. Even that was story, that was Uno being like, yo, um, can you just tell Hangman we miss him? That was um, bloody... Matin into Regina George. That's what that was. <laughs> it was pure mean I, girl shit. I can't wait for John Moxley to send Matt Jackson to the Shadow Realm for that. Just, just claw his fucking face off. Well, we can talk about. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about John Moxley because he had he had some interesting bits on on uh, Rampage this week, didn't he? I saw. Yes. So I haven't seen the match, but I saw what happened after the match. Yeah, that was, that was so good. Cool. Oh, fucking um, shitbag. Before we get into AW, does anyone want to talk about anything else uh, wrestling-wise that they watched over the week? I'd, I'd like to give a big old shout-out to Ring of Honor again, because they, like, they had a little plethora of match of the year candidates just, just no, there. Not yesterday. only did they have Vikingo versus Gringo Loco, which was fucking excellent. 
Oh, even, so though, good. even though they didn't give Gringo Luke an entrance, whatever. Uh, they also they didn't give him, a, they, they give him an entrance. I didn't. I, I must have missed it. I, I, I gave him an entrance. I came in there, Sarah, and I said, "Did Gringo get music?" And she was like, "No." Yeah, I did because he had like some weird tie dye like video graphic on the screen, and he did they came out doing the whole like did dancing. They, did they introduce Mr. Bass God? He did, yeah. Oh, good. That's all right. Then. And also, um, then he got he got a little promo afterwards. He got a promo afterwards saying he'd be back I, as well, which was fucking I, excellent. He's basically all these, isn't he? <laughs> well, I mean, we've been saying this about Tony Deppin for about six months, and that nothing's happened there, so I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Deppin's a hundred percent signed to signed like to Ring of Honor. He's he's too busy spitting in everyone's face. That's why Tony hasn't signed <laughs> him yet. Yeah, yeah. De- Deppin's not like kind of TV friendly enough to be like signed signed to get a cause... graphic. <laughs> he can't be like, oh yeah, he found he spat in Justin Roberts' mouth, so now he's all of these. <laughs> Is that not how he, it works? He... Well, just, he, he'll just he'll just go into the back and like snot rocket Tony. And be like, "Where's my graphic?" <laughs> I, I, I've got a, I've got a theory that Tony Khan is trying to secure the rights to we built this city before he announces Depp and is all elite. Just imagine Tony oh, Khan just locked in like a legal bar with Jefferson Starship. <laughs> no, it's just Starship. Just Starship. Mm-hmm. Je- Jefferson Starship's there, Jane, isn't it? which he got the rights to. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would. I think as soon as they have Deppen come out to, we built this city. He's like, it'll it'll be as over as he is in GCW, where everyone's like onto it, like hate him, but also they pop big for we built this city. Yeah. Oh, uh, but the Ring of Honor was really good. We also had um to catch the visit of was was fucking excellent. Ah. Yeah, I, I was I was a little bit disappointed that that didn't get a little bit more time, but. Only because I've seen that one in was a prestige, mm-hmm. which was it absolutely slapped. Mm. Yeah. It was somewhere in the northwest, um, yeah. in the Pacific Northwest, not not our northwest. Um, well, just just somewhere in like Wigan or something. <laughs> um, I can't even remember. There was another match as well on there that was like that was fantastic. They don't even have cinnamon in Wigan. <laughs> um, yeah. there was a few. They had um, we had. Um, Dark Order and um, oh yeah, Alex Reynolds and John Silver making their Ring of Honor debuts. Yeah, got a little. And um, what else did we have? Did we get more righteous? I feel like we got more righteous. We did. We got righteous in the ring. Yeah. Um, were they in the ring? They they they're carrying on this thing with Dark Order though. They're they're really going for Stu, aren't they? Like that's like that's like a big thing. Yeah, I I just love the Righteous's entrance music. It's so good. It was Lee Johnson and Cole Carter. Against um, Silver and Reynolds. Oh, it was um, the match I was thinking of was uh, Colt versus Joe. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. That was fantastic. Joe showing his stunners other murder Chicagoans. Yeah, like, he, he d- doesn't doesn't discriminate, does he? Like, <laughs> at, least, at, least Col- at least Colt's mum can use their shared bank account to pay for his funeral. That's true. That's true. It's just it's Joe versus now. all of Chicago. He's just going to run down, like, run through Lincoln Park, just smashing up businesses. That's it, yeah. Going to For wrestling free... tees, better be, um, better watch out. Going to that free zoo in the middle of the city centre, just let all the lines out. <laughs> you ever reach Chicago, they've got a free zoo in the city centre, go to it, it's fucking awesome. Chicago's great. Put, just putting, been, ke- just putting ketchup like... on people's hot dogs and just causing riots. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Chicago. If you ever in Chicago, don't, don't put ketchup on your hot dog, they don't like it over there. What? Yeah, they do like they do like oh. relish and peppers and stuff on their hot dogs. That's much better. Yeah, but... peppers on hot dogs. 
Yeah, they do like hot and sweet pepper, um, relish, and like big I like piece relish of on hot dogs though. Yeah, it's it's fit. It's really, and they and they have like a better uh, like a better roll as well. It's, oh, it's, I'm hungry. Did, did you go to the uh, speaking of Colcabana in Chicago? Did you go to the uh, Billy Goat's Tavern when you were in Chicago? No, I did go to a place called uh, Local Option, which had their own brewery there, and they have excellent tacos. Well, Billy Goat's Tavern is the name is where the name for Colcabana's move the Billy Goat's Curse come from. Ah, uh, right, cool. Because they wanted to show the World Series in their bar. And I think the Red Sox or the White Sox or whoever it is from Chicago, it's the White it Sox, the, isn't it? It was the Cubbies. It was that. It was that game with the fan. Was it the yeah. game with the fan grabbed the ball and it cost them the game? There was a really famous yeah. game where like a, a player went up to grab the ball, like right oh. by the fans, and the fan grabbed it in the crowd. And because the fan grabbed it, it was a home run, and the and the Cubs lost because it counted as a home run against them. Well, basically, like he said, um, the the they'll never win the World Series. Again, as long as I'm alive, or something like that, the owner, and it was the Billy Goat's case. Oh, right. Because they didn't, they didn't win the World Series as long as he was alive. They, yeah, they won it not long after he died. Um, but yeah, very. It, it's it's an absolute dive bar, but it's fucking awesome. Oh, they've got like, they've got like a little like grill in the middle doing burgers. It's a fucking shit all, but it's great. <laughs> like a fucking George Foreman on I, the table, just like. I think they, I think they brew their own beer as well. I think everyone in Chicago brews my beer, mate. It's, it's one of them it's, cities. It's entry level requirement. It was it was good though. It's it's this is how much of a dive bar it is. It's literally built into like oh sorry, I say it's built into. It's got a bridge built over it. Right. It, like if, it was in, open, if it was in the it. UK, would it be a flat top pub? Yes. <laughs> it, I think I think it was a flat top pub, and then they needed to build another highway so they just, they just built, built a, a bridge over it to like, ha- to like cover it up just like no nah, just, just just get rid of this just like genuinely like I thought we were going to get stabbed when we were walking to it and we got in and it was like the friendliest little pub ever I was like what the fuck and then Susie got out again I was like this is sus as fuck I want to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> uh, right well uh, we'll move on from Chicago Chicago talk if anyone wants to hear more of, of mine and Jay's um, US travel tips then please do write in uh, on Twitter and yeah. let us know um, give, give us give us some kind of um, request based system. I'll be yeah. able to give you a Japan one towards the end of the year. Yeah, if, if I mean, if you want to know anything about the Final Fantasy or the Square Enix Cafe or yeah, anything <laughs> or like speaking toilets, ask for yeah, speaking toilet. Yeah, toilets <laughs> to play forest music. The thing. If you want to know like where to get food in America that will drastically shorten your life, talk to me, OJ. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right, we'll better move on to some AW because we've got a favor to get through. And uh, I'm really scared that we're going to run out of time real quick. Um, opening a Dynamite. Um, really good promos by people who I didn't think were very good at promos. <laughs> yeah, this surprised me as well. So, like, I mean, I think that they're in danger a little bit of like overdoing burning this. this Banning this feud out too quick. Because they've had a lot of talking bits, haven't they? I feel like every time you do one of these, one of them doesn't do as well as the others. So yeah. I thought this week was Jungle Boy. Mm. I thought the week before it was probably Sammy, maybe. Yeah, I don't Tom know. Was really good last week, and Sammy was the first to face. Sammy was the best of first time doing it. Yeah, and Darby's was the weakest the first time, and then yeah. Jungle Boy's was the weakest this time. Yeah, I don't know if Jungle Boy is the weakest or if the other two just stepped up this week and he sort of stayed at the same level. I don't know. I felt like he was. I felt like he was kind of stumbling through his words a bit this week. And he did he go last as well, which I think made it 
tricky. I think as well with I think as... with it with them having that match as well this week, it kind of made Derby seem like a bigger deal mm. as well. Yeah, that's that's fair. But no, it was it was really it was really good fun. I think I liked um there was a, a moment where like Darby said that he liked Sammy more than Jungle Boy, which is kind of weird, and kind of positioned him a little bit more in the middle. I, I think that Darby was going with this, but I think it's because he wanted to seem like he was he wasn't good or bad. He was like the morally grey area of the three of them. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that's what they're going for, isn't it? So like, Jungle Boy's like the the pure baby face, and then Sammy's like. The sort of scumbag heel Darby's like the shade of grey, and then MJF's the devil. And then it was it was quite funny because like you had these three guys out and they were getting like decent reactions. Like the fans were sort of popping for it like a little bit. But then MJF's music hit and it's like, oh no, that's what a real fan reaction sounds like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, oh yeah, d- daddy's home now, and it's like it's time to go. Um, so yeah, MJF comes out and basically said they're going to have a, a tournament. It's not a round robin tournament. It's a single elimination. You cowards. Yeah, no um, four ways. No. And basically, the first round, Darby had to buy, and it's Sammy versus Jungle Boy uh, tonight in the main event. And then yeah. MJF just like, yeah, good luck beating the shit out of each other and just walks off. Yeah, and th- that's those... all we see of him that night, and there's nothing, nothing to worry about. No. It, it feels like there's a lot of kind of... Like, for, for them doing announcing this tournament, it felt like there was a lot of kind of build up around everything else that would kind of suggest otherwise yeah I'm sure not enough of it though <laughs> no don't worry uh, about it next up then we had some women's action women's action in the, f- the first match of the show what the fuck's going on it's Tony Khan alright yeah. well, well, this, this isn't 20 past 2 this isn't the death spot where women's matches go to die. Um, so this is Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm Ruby Soho fun match um a bit of like bit of it, sort of everything sort of happened. They, they, they threw everything at this, didn't they? They, they really did. Yeah, yeah, I really, I just really love Jamie. Okay, like Jamie and, one thing, and, and one thing we found out this week that Jamie and Britt have the same birthday. It's they so did. lovely, isn't it? Like, oh. yeah, um, I thought that was super cute. You you could tell that Britt was kind of is not hundred percent at all, considering how little she did in this match. Yeah. Oh my god! So I got the fear for watching this match ever since watching All Access, right? And like, obviously, it's only just come on. Um, the first episode's only just come on. I second episode's only just come on ITV four now, but you see, like in the second episode, she's getting these fucking big ass needles in her back. They are like huge. They must be steroid injections. And that was a full gear. Mm-hmm. Like before full gear, she said it's been getting worse basically over the last like six yeah. months as well. Um, it's like in mm-hmm. her neck now, like the injuries like sort of crept up her entire back, and she's got like pain in her neck. Yeah, which like, considering like this is coming like literally weeks after her partner just dealt with like a career-threatening injury. I know, I know. And also, she's like a medical professional. I know she's a dentist, not a doctor, but mm-hmm. she still knows. You know, <laughs> don't be fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like she's. Uh, it's it's so funny because she's there telling Adam Cole like, "Oh yeah, don't go back in the ring until you're 100. You know, you got to think about your career. You got to think about your health." And then she's like, "Give me the fucking needle. Give me the fucking needle in the back so I can go and get thrown into the steel steps." Just turned 31, like your fucking whole career is ahead of you. 
That's like that's yeah, like please, fucking please, 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 please be devils. okay, Brett. Like, don't, 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 don't hurt yourself. It's, it's fine. Because I, I thought when she was like, yeah, my back's like thing. I thought, oh, she's gonna take time off. It'd be, it'd be fine. She's gonna get beat up, like, and she's gonna take time <laughs> off, and it'll be amazing, and she'll come back even better. But it's like my my back's fucked. But hey, watch this. I mean, she does. And she get took beat some up, to nasty bumps. Like, she took some nasty bumps in that match, though. Like, yeah, before all that happened as well. But if you want to talk about people getting beat up, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah. One thing that did happen in this match, um, Jamie Hayter got focused on a lot. They focused on her arm and they threw her into the steel steps on the outside. And then after the match, she was getting helped out by the doctor. Like, she had like a bad arm. I think mm-hmm. it was meant to be storyline because it played into what happened later in the show. So I don't think it's anything serious, yeah. like, in real life. See, they did, they did a really bad job of explaining, I thought. They've got to, um, they've got to write a few of them off, haven't they, for, like, next week, for, like, this mm. weekend as well. Uh, Right then, let's talk about Wardlow. Um, oh, he's got man. he's he's got some he's got some help in this war against powerhouse Hobbs and QT Marshall. He's got the master of the Glock himself, Armed Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I liked seeing Arn back on TV. Actually, I, yeah. I enjoyed seeing Arn, but also Wardlow's code. You know, no, really. I mean, he's got Arn with him. It's all I'm gonna make him burn all his clothes. He's he's beaten <laughs> he's, he's beaten like the fucking guy you really could do with having the belt for the belt. Yeah. I hate that. I, so I hated that. I'm not even gonna I, be, um... I didn't hate it because Are we skipping ahead? Are we going straight to the match? No, because we need no. to talk about the other thing. <laughs> yeah, before that, we've got the elite. Kenny Omega's got a 10,000 10, word promo memorized. He's got 45 minutes TV time. He can talk about whatever he wants. He's got the MGF time, as you said. Nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing's going to go wrong. Nick Jackson was writing stuff on his arm. Matt like Jackson. a true professional. Matt, Matt Jackson was on the uh, the treadmill singing Beautiful Day. Yeah. I knowing where, definitely not knowing where any of the cheese puffs are. That, that popped me so much and doing that fucking <laughs> singing beautiful day on his air treble. But yeah, basically, uh, BC, uh, the Elite are fed up with BCC attacking them. They call them out. Brian Danderson appears on the screen. Um, just sort of distracts him a bit. Calls them amateurs. As he's doing that, the rest of them attack him from behind. They have a big fight. Um, everyone's getting... Don Callis comes like, down with like a chair, doesn't he? To, like, and then he just bails. He's like, no, I'm not having this. Um, and then he comes back about two minutes later with Takeshita. Takeshita runs in, big fight, and yeah, Takeshita's involved now. Yeah. Kenny looks so uneasy. Kenny had big like, concern, didn't he, on his face? Yeah. Ken- there was, um, and Danielson as well, though, Takeshita. He was like, Takeshita, what are you doing? Well, like, they had that thing, didn't he, with MJF, when they were like both on the same page, yeah. and like, they had so that little he friendship. Did, he looked like he didn't even want to like hit to catch for us all. It, it was the way, you know, that Danielson as well was like, it's time for some housekeeping. There was an awesome <laughs> quote from Danielson when he was talking to Kenny. He was like, Kenny, you're a professional, but you'd rather sit in the lobby of your own potential. Oh, oh that was such a good line. I love it when he talks <laughs> like that. It's fantastic. Brian, Brian Danielson's like low-key one of the best talkers around. He, I love this so version of, I, I love this version so just because, and Danielson has said, hasn't he, in multiple interviews, that he's basically just played the same character his entire time in AW. It's just the way that he's who he's been put against to determine whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
this felt this feels kind of more like um when he when he turned heel in WWE like his last run before he become like the planet's champion when he was just like he just kind of like snapped from being in a high hyperbaric chamber for like twelve hours a day and he just got a bit bit mad and he was calling everyone fickle. This feels very much like that and I'm here for it. It's like I watched every Bruiser Brody match in like the space of forty eight hours and destroyed <laughs> my brain and now this is what's happened to me. Oh, he locked, locked himself in a sensory depri- deprivation pod for 12 hours. With all his old Ring of Honor tapes. Just watching oh, Harley, watch Harley Race Marathon. And just like, yeah, that's no, all you know that's... what he watched? He watched that episode, that that match he had against the Young Bucks, just on repeat. <laughs> all, 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 he, cry. all he thought about was caving in AJ Styles' skull because he had hair like the Young Bucks. And now <laughs> he's got the opportunity to be able to cave in the Young Bucks' skull with a screwdriver. Yeah, I'm gonna take that opportunity, and I'm gonna cry. You I, guys are gonna have I to think, deal with it. I think we're getting anarchy in the arena from this, and I think. Oh that, yeah. I think that the finish is going to involve either Danielson getting stabbed in the eye with a screwdriver by someone, or Matt or, Jackson, or Matt Jackson's eye getting like surgically removed with a screwdriver. If it doesn't involve in some capacity Kenny and Danielson fighting with screwdrivers like lightsabers, <laughs> then I don't know about it. <laughs> I would love that. Um, <laughs> Mox is definitely going to end up with a screwdriver board, isn't he? Oh god, yeah. You know, Barbed for a barbed wire and screwdrivers. He's gonna he's gonna bring me the chair into AEW. That I'm, I've already resigned to that fact. Through the forbidden door. <laughs> Mox Mox has already brought me the board me the board into New Japan. Yeah, he did, didn't he? That was mad. That. Yeah. What if what if I give Danielson this idea of murder chair on on Sunday? No, no, murder chair is not real. It, murder I chair mean, could be real. We've all yeah we've all we've all seen it, mate. It's it's nope. a thing. We've <laughs> uh, seen it right. twice. We have. It's it's been it's it's existed twice. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on then to Wardlow versus Hobbs. Wardlow wins. New TNT champion. Lots of fuckery. Fun enough match. I, I thought it was a fun, silly match. I don't think um, it should have happened. I don't think he should have won. I think, I, I think personally, Hobbs should have beaten clean to legitimise Hobbs against, like, as a champion, like against see, Wardlow. But hear me out here. Wardlow wins. Like that's just a thing that happens now, isn't it? I mean, wrestling has more than one royal family, and one of those royal families is the Wardlow family. I mean, I'm, um, in, I'm, I'm into this for one reason, and that's what happened after the match. Yeah, I feel if to be fair, like I think Hobbs, while he could have done with holding it longer, mm-hmm. one thing people seem to be forgetting is he had two relatively unscathed wins against the Lucha Bros. Yeah, yeah, like there was fuckery, but he still largely won it like I mean I'd argue the reason you're taking up Hobbs is because you can start to push him towards the upper mid card and like with the aim of pushing him eventually to the main event. The thing I think is he could as well. he could build Hobbs as like a viable challenger for the international championship now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And also um TNT belt hasn't been a belt that's cycled that's like people are expecting long reigns with this belt as well. Remember when it was just kind of like a so it's like choppy change the thing, thing. The thing with the TNT title is it's meant to be a TV title, so it's meant to yeah. be the fan, like at least every fortnight. Mm-hmm. So 
it doesn't matter if someone's got like a like three week reign if they've defended it four times, not three weeks. Yeah, exactly. If they've still defended it four times, like it's it still feels like an established title reign, despite the length of it. I I understand why people have gripes about the length of it, but at the same time, it, it's all about what you do with the time you've got the belt. Mm. Yeah. So right, Hobbs, Hobbs, like you say, Hobbs didn't have it for very long, but he beat both the Lucha Bros fairly clean. <laughs> yeah, and and the Lucha Bros don't lose often. No. So. so yeah, again, yeah. I, I continue to have the the TNT title continues to be on that wait. I'll, I'll I'll see where it's going. Like line of of thinking, and like I'm not gonna. Some people have been saying it's it's been booked like the 24 seven title, which is fucking ludicrous because that title changed hands multiple times in single matches. You know, this is give it some credit. It's not that bad. Um, I, a conversation I had um, with Joe actually was over the weekend was um, they should make it like a horse belt because they've, they've got like Wardlow's kind of like the sort of like forever champ with it like bouncing back to him all the time. Mm. Like, oh, not the forever, like the catalyst champ, you could say. Um, and then you've had Hobbs have it, Luchasaurus is chasing him now, get Big Bad Brody King in the mix, maybe. Bring, maybe in a little, a cheeky, bring in a little Jeff Cobb. Yeah, Ooh, maybe a che- yeah. cheeky uh, Buddy Matthews just to uh, mix it up a bit. Oh, you could go that way, or you could go the other way and make it a lucha belt and just have all your mad lucha doors you keep signing. Um, well, can be for it. Can be for it. I've got, I've got a theory about that as well. We'll get to that. Right. Uh, next up, then we had um, MJF and Sammy doing a grubby deal backstage. Yeah, this this made me feel dirty. <laughs> Especially when they put the picture of them FaceTime with the cats afterwards, it just made me feel yeah. clean. Yeah, that was yeah. upsetting. Um, so basically, you know, none of the um, Sammy and MJF previous interactions have, have you know been problematic at all. Like it's fine. It's, it's enough to say I'm wrong. It's fine. Um, so basically, MJF said that he'll get Sammy to the final if Sammy lays down for him at the pay per view, um, and he gives Sammy a blank check. He writes a well, apparently quite a big number on it. And MGF says that he's that's fine. Uh, they shake hands. This is all going to go absolutely fine, isn't it? It's going to be totally okay. Yeah, not can possibly go wrong. Um, not can possibly go wrong. <laughs> Next up, we had um, yeah, Jay White versus Commander. This was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, this is banging. Those shops Jay White were doing was scary as fuck. They're so good, aren't they? Like so many things, stuff. so many things I enjoyed in this match. Just. Just angry Jay White is just a, a treat, isn't he? Yeah. I, I love the fact that Jay White, for like as good as a wrestler he is, and as good as like sort of like cunning a mastermind he is, whenever anyone's like fucking with him at ringside, he can't help himself. No, he really can't. <laughs> he, he, had, he had Jay just like sassing him at ringside, and he was getting so fucking enough. I think that's yeah. what I love about him, and that's why like. That's why I think he's so compel. He was so compelling as a bullet club leader because he was meant to be like super serious. He's just a whiny little he's, bitch, isn't he's, he? He's, like, he's, he's, he's Skeletor, really isn't he? He's, he's Skeletor. He's meant to be like this, like, impa- like this horrible, like evil genius. But he's just like a pissed off like teenager. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> he's so he, is yeah. a, he, he, is, he is a little incel boy, isn't he? I heard. Hold you, well. he's a massive virgin. That's what he is. 
Um, so yeah, so that's one well, of the things I really like to this, as you talked about then, Sean Spears on the outside holding up like number cards. There was a point where Jay, every time Jay White did something, it was like a five. And there was a point where he did something really impressive. Yeah, there was a point where he did something really impressive and then he held up a nine and then was like, oh, actually, sorry, and turned it around so it was a six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Commander did the, um, did the run across the rope springboard, he held up a ten like straight away. Yeah. yeah. What I want is him doing that for every single one of Jay White's matches forever. Well, after the match, Jay White won. He got the he won with the Blade Runner, um, and then um, Juice Robinson pulled Spears over the guardrail, beating him up, and Ricky Starks was out makes a save. So it looked like we might be heading towards. They've just like actually Andretti has been been put like in the drawer, hasn't he? Like over the, over yeah. here. Don't worry about a- him. Action Andretti's top right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just can you just be can you just be Darius Martin? We'll just call you Darius Martin. It, Is that okay? If if you squint, like he looks like Darius is like piled on like about thirty stone and muscle. Just imagine Taz asking Excalibur, like, does Darius look different to you? And that's why I don't know what we're talking about. No, he's always looking. It, 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 it's like he's like Darius is tough like a fucking ton of like steroids. It's like Darius, um, if you put him th- if you put him through like um, an N sixty four filter. <laughs> but um, the, Darius also, in big head mode. Big. Big shout out to Ricky Starks hitting that spear, keeping his sunglasses oh. on. Yeah, oh my that's, god, that spear was incredible. Um, yeah, like Juice got his soul speared out of his body. It was awesome. I, Is I anybody can't else just for... really Go excited on. for Jay and Ricky though? Like, I, I can't I'm wait insane. for the promos. And mm. um, we still haven't got a fucking single promo between the two. No, other than other than Jay blindside and Ricky, they've not even touched. Like what? I if they can hold that off off till double or nothing, I think give give them like give them just promo time like for the next like couple of weeks till double or nothing. They can have they they're good enough. They can have the crowd at like a fever pitch by the time they get in the ring. Have um have ELP show up and just twist his nipples a bit. It's fine. I I think ELP is going to show up at double or nothing and cost Ricky. Oh man! And then Ricky's gonna. Have Commander share and himself against. Well, well speaking of Commander, after this match, uh, Tony K dropped the tweet just out of nowhere. Commander's all elite. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. That's, and then he, that sound you hear in the background is Brett Lauderdale crying. Well, at, at UCW this weekend, uh, Commander and Vikingo run it back. Yeah. It was, it was like a completely different match, but still really good. And Commander still had a fucking big purple handprint on his chest from Jay White. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, moving on then, we had um, Adam Cole cut a really good promo against Chris Jericho. And I really enjoyed the segment. I thought Jericho was really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. I Jericho, think the thing is... Jericho saying to Cole, I'm not a jagoff, was just, I just warmed my heart for some reason. And the Adam thing Cole is, as well, saying he's got a lot of respect for Chris Jericho, pop me. A lot of respect. A lot of respect. <laughs> the, the thing is, like, you kind of take for granted, don't you, with like Chris Jericho? There's so many people that you want to see him work with. And when he does, like, get across the ring from, it's like, oh, fuck, this will be awesome. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it is like Cole and Jericho's quietly could be like match of the night for double or nothing. Because that's where we're going, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Do, and again, do it, and, do and it also, it's, it's the amount of people we've got in AW now or in wrestling who have been inspired by Jericho because he's been doing it for this long. Like Cole, Adam Cole said he legitimately got into wrestling because he wanted to be Chris Jericho. Which I love. Yeah. It's it's a lie, but yeah. Because <laughs> it's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> no, it's Stone Cold. Is it? Yeah. Adam Cole's favorite wrestler ever is Stone Cold. That's why he is that. screams Michaels like, to me. Yeah, he screams Michaels because Shawn Michaels like fucking mentored him for the last like four years. Yeah. Tried to That's tear him into him. Yeah, so after this, then Britt Baker comes out to sort of stop um, Daniel Garcia from beating up Adam Cole. Um, Jericho looks like he's going to like hit her, but then all of a sudden the outcasts are there. Outcasts, is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 Um, she fucking smashed like, Jericho hard though, Britt. She did. Then he Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia, top sub. Daniel Garcia can't use handcuffs. <laughs> he, tr- he tries to um, he tries to handcuff Adam Cole to the bottom rope, but ends up like handcuffing his wrist and the rope in the same cuff. And there's one just hanging on the floor, and I don't think it locked properly. So Adam Cole's having to like hold the handcuff on his wrist. Yeah. Yeah. And then Soraya just beats the piss out of Britt Baker with a kendo stick while Adam yeah. Cole screams. Britt's face oh. was like black. She had like a big. Yeah bruise like from her eye all the way down to like a lip um where like she got hit um but like i saw that picture like six times because at one point brit screams it. like austin which is Adam Cole's oh, real name. yeah yeah that's that's the other reason why adam cole loves stone cold because <laughs> austin his name's austin <laughs> um when he's like i'm sorry and it's just like and he's like please don't hurt her like yeah mm. that Knowing you, knowing everyone's like, but Adam Cole, and even I've been saying it like he's still heel. I'm like, no, that's like cemented him, hasn't it? Like, oh no, yeah. at the minute, like the thing they did on Rampage as well, where like it's shown like the aftermath, where like Britt was crying, getting treatment, and he's just like kisses her on the head. And he's like, I let you down. I'm so sorry. It was like, oh mate, yeah. <laughs> oh god, no one like, wants to see a sad Adam Cole, do they? Like, sad and Cole's the worst. Sad and Cole is the worst. Not Bro, Saddam actually, Cole. Actually, That's different. Don't, no. don't, don't I, Google that. Actually, Ronald Cole's the worst. Don't get me fucking started on Ronald. <laughs> uh, next up, then, we have the Acclaimed versus uh, 2.0 and Jake Hager. It's just fine. Um, Max Caster dropped a terrible tower reference, which was hilarious. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he talked about Jericho's penis, which was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just. A little bit of silly bollocks, wasn't it? Uh, they had the loaded code. Yeah. Was hilarious. Again, it's just fun, isn't it? Like I said in the Discord the other week, if you told me that Jake Hager and 2.0 would be one of my favourite things in wrestling at this point in time, like just for sheer entertainment, I'd have not known what to, what to say to you. Yeah, just yeah. like, what? It, <laughs> they are literally like Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Yeah. They are just Balk and Skull, but for wrestling. Yeah. It's oh, fine. Yeah. Dad, Daddy Magic's like wrestling <laughs> equivalent of Balk. <laughs> Uh, next up then main event um, Sammy Guevara Jungle Boy Ooh. what the fuck was this match Jesus Christ it was good, the, wasn't this it? was like so we were talking about this just before weren't we about how like it felt like because this is the, the only one they haven't like run yet they had like an axe to grind to like really show off what they could do together yeah, as, I will, as, this, as this match as this show was happening me and you were chatting on Discord I think we all were we were saying like which which versions of these matches haven't we seen we were like oh yeah they haven't done Jungle Boy versus Sammy yet um, yeah, yeah. It, that, 
I think that's the only one they've not done other than the Fatal 4-Way and like Triple Threats. Mm. Like they've they've done all the others individually. I can't remember MGF and Sammy, but I feel like they have. Oh, it was... Was it not Chester during Pilsen the Dynamite, Circle? Was it? I was about to say, was it? No, because that was Cody and Sammy. No, it was Cody. Um, oh, what did they person. not do with during the, um, the Inner oh, yeah. and Circle? They would have. So your mic's got a bit weird, by the way, if you moved it. Yeah. Probably. Check, is that any better? That's much better. There we go. There we go, perfect. Um, yeah, they, this felt like the real... Because they, they said this was the first time they'd ever wrestled each other. Yeah. It's madness. Um, and fuck me, it was... That that Canadian destroyer was <laughs> fucking insane. There were several like moments during this match where my heart left my body, I'm pretty sure. Canadian yeah. destroyers just make me wince every now, now, time. Now, now on the reg, we just them. get a vegan go hitting them on the apron, which is just a thing now. That it's one a thing that, that will stay did, with me forever. That one that Jungle Boy did was like, it looked like he'd overshot it, and then they, they just flipped it perfectly. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck did they do that? And then, oh, it was it was just silly. It was just, it, there was so many fucking things where it was like, how the fuck are these two, two done that? And I, I no. cannot wait for them to run this match back. Yeah. Like, to the point where if they if they decided to not do a fatal four way at double or nothing, which I I think they need to do because it's like the kind of equivalent of like the shield triple threat at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Before fatal four way. You need to put them in. Uh, you know, Kip keeps calling himself the forgotten pillar, which I love. Kip is Kip is the forgotten pillar. He is. Kip beat fucking Sammy at first first pay view match. Yep. Yeah, he did. Dark match. Um but if, if they decide to what for whatever reason to do MJF versus Derby, I wouldn't be mad if they ran this back at the pay per view. Yeah. It was like a no holds barred match because obviously MJF got involved. MJF versus Derby at the pay per view, you're saying? That would mean just before it, you'd have all in and you'd have. What are you fucking I'm... talking about? Oh, no, just, I'm, I'm just trying to make gold, but I haven't made that way about it. So talking about double or nothing, not all in your piece of shit. We'll get there. Fine. Don't, worry about it. Don't, um, don't worry about it. <laughs> and what I'm saying is that they're working really hard to get a guy called Big Bill. Stop trying to before. make Goldberg happen. <laughs> uh, right, end of the match. Um, Jungle Boy gets thrown off the apron through a table and like looks like he fucking died. Yeah. Oh, it looked like his head completely missed everything. Except, like, like, except no, like that, the floor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he ate shit on that one. Oh, um, he really did. And then as he's about to get back in, well, he got in, didn't he? Yeah. And Sam distracted the ref, and MJF just lamped him with the dynamite diamond to get him counted out, which I thought was a fantastic finish. Mm. Yeah, Espe- it, it happened so quick as well, didn't it? Especially the way they shot it, where, like, I can't remember if MJF jumped over the barricade and he was, sat, like, sat with him back to the barricade. He was. Was that what it was? Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Such a clever shot. mm because you didn't even see him when Jungle Boy went like over the table either. Like you didn't even see it. Yeah, you you saw him. You saw him get Jungle Boy as like he got him, and then he was out of, out of like the ref's line of sight again so quick. It was so quick on the camera as well. It was very seamless. 
And then him and fucking Sammy rolling around hugging each other after the match was vile. That made me <laughs> feel awful. Yeah, you thought Sammy and Tay were like the worst couple in AW. Just wait for this. No. Hold my beer. <laughs> sad, sad Max Caster noises. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> should, we, should we get into Rampage? Yeah, we'll run, we'll run it through Rampage real quick. Um, first match, Moxie versus CD, Christopher Daniels. Fun match, went fairly long. Uh, Daniels got Banda. a fair bit, and he, he hit an ankle's wings, and that didn't quite get it done. Well, he got out of the bulldog choke as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like that, Danielson really held his own. It was really cool as well, because obviously Moxley showing him, like, the sign of respect after the match. Yeah, so it looked like Moxley was going to batter him, but then Daniels was, like, in the corner with his arms up, and Moxley just shook his hand, which was... Yeah, I love that. Whenever Christopher Daniels like faces one of these big guys, you're like, oh, but you know, Christopher Daniels can't go over. But then they just make Christopher Daniels like seem like still like this big thing to conquer. Just, just believable enough. Just yeah, they just buy it. Like just enough you to buy it. I mean, me, me and you, big tasty as like two guys who watch TNA back in the day. I've a very, very fond spot for Christopher Daniels for sure. Oh god, yeah. He was like that for... guy who should have been a world champion. I still my 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 my, my magnum opus was still on our um the podcast with Phil Lindsay where it was like missed opportunities and it was when Christopher Daniels should have won the title. He he was Ring of Honor champion, but you know it wasn't safe. He's the first Ring of Honor gla- he's one of the first Ring of Honor Grand Slam champions as well, isn't yeah. he? He never he held t- never held a TNA champ. He never held a, a a major company's world title. Never held a TNA world title. Uh, he he held Ring of Honor when it was hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, but, he was the opposite of Jay Lethal. He held it in their best years, as opposed to Jay Lethal, he, who held he, it in their worst years. He won it off Adam Cole as well. Yeah. So if you if you haven't seen it, I'm going to give you some match wreck, um, and it's very predictable for me. But his match against Jay White was like his first match, like back, I've like from that. like the his injury. In, the one in, in strong. strong. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, it was amazing, and Christopher Daniels tore out a sizable chunk of Jay White hair and Jay White fumed. It was great. <laughs> also, <laughs> if you can find it, watch um, the episode of BT that starts with his promo when he got his head kicked in and he had to like break up with Frankie and it's just him crying about how he doesn't want his career to finish. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's one of the most emotional things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's it's incredible. Christopher Daniels is fucking awesome. Yeah. You just go watch any of his stuff in TNA yeah. except for Clarence. If you, I mean, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> oh. go and watch... Um, it's, match, it's triple threat match 2005 against AJ and Samojo. It's legitimately yeah. it was the only match in TNA that ever got five stars of Meltzer, and it's one of the best matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll have to catch that. Um, I, I might try and I might try and get Troy to do a watch along with it. Yeah. Oh, can I can I join on that one because I haven't seen yeah. it. Well, they, I, I say I say I might try. The only issue we have is is that it's Impact not on YouTube. No, no, it's on YouTube. But Impact generally flag it. Like their stuff you could always you could always just watch it wrong. without the match on and have a link to the match in the description and be like you can watch the match here. You could do, yeah, and then just sync the video so they all watch it at the same on- time. As- to to be honest, fate you can watch stuff over Discord together now. So mm. when you've got like a free like half an hour, we'll just watch it. Oh, sound yeah. Uh, right next up, then we had a little quick backstage bit. Um, Jay Cargill is wrestling Taya Valkyrie next week. Mark Sterling insists that if Taya uses the roads of Valhalla, she'll be disqualified. Yeah, which is weird, but sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. I feel like that's, I feel like that's a way to get it. To um, 
double or nothing. Yeah. I loved um I loved how um Mark put up on Twitter, like he was like, Oh, it's two of my clients and he put up like a picture of Jade and a picture of the firm and like Jade like retweeted it and was like, Do not put me in a picture with those. <laughs> it was great. It was so good. Um next we had a promo from Jeff Hardy. Um where he basically said he was retiring from screwing up. I hope so. Wow. Um and there was it was a really nice moment that he said something like um he wants to end his career on a high note. Oh. Which is which is really cool. And and he just basically said, I really hope I can do this. Like basically well, that was the gist of his promos, like, I really hope I can just get through this and like and end on my terms. Yeah. That pulls out my heartstrings, that does. Mm, and then Mahardy's like, right now it's time to talk about the firm deletion. And Stokely's <laughs> like, when's the match going to be? The return of, of Big Stoke. Big Stoke. Yeah, when's the match going to be? And Mahardy's like, I ain't got to fucking tell you. And then the <laughs> he <firm's>... said, <laughs> Big Stoke said he was pissed off to the highest level of pissivity. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, now Chuck Taylor's crying. I know. I love that. Like, that seems to be a thing that everyone's cottoning on to now as well, which is even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then they had a big fight, and the Hardys basically chased them off in the end. Um, yeah, it was fine. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this match. So just having, I mean, I, I, I think I'm ready for another cinematic match now. It's been a while since we've had the last one. I think mm-hmm. I think they got overdone a bit during lockdown for obvious reasons. I think I'm ready mm-hmm. for a new one. And I think I'm ready for one with Hook and Stokian. I mean, if you haven't seen it, go to our watch along series, the Grammy Street Fight with Stokely Hathaway versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Where they have a they have a cinematic match in a multi story car park, which then ends up in what looks like an antique shop. <laughs> and Orange Cassidy pile driver Stokely Hathaway onto like a bookcase. It's fucking madness. It's madness. I mean, Stokely Hathaway is he's a fantastic mind, isn't he? Like he's he's so. Oh. Uh, he's this generation's Bobby Heaton. I think he's that good. Yeah, he's I got the comedic time, and he's got the. He, he's a great talker. He's he's the kind of guy you want to see get his comeuppance because he's such a sniveling piece of shit, but he's hilarious. Yeah, we're gonna have to really fly through the other bits now, um, because we've spent far too long talking about this. Uh, next up, Julie Harvest, Kira Hogan, fair and fun of match, spent three minutes. Uh, it's a visual I've not seen since I once saw two girls fighting on Sir Quiggins. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's one for anyone who lives in Liverpool there who is about 30. Um, yeah. uh, Julia wins afterwards, Anna Jay comes in and they have a big fight, uh, so that's obviously in, in, in the often, um, which is great. Uh, Julie Hart keeps improving she's so good we've said oh, it before yeah. but fuck me she's amazing love her um, there was that Christopher Daniels thing backstage with BCC yeah Mox Claude is like Bo- Mox is like now he ain't gonna beat them up and then he's like actually fuck yeah we are and then just batters him well, yeah he's like it's cool he's cool it's fine he, he said no no see these cool and then Christopher Daniels says something like wow Mox I, I thought you were like these guys and didn't have any on it and Mox just turns on him and just <laughs> Slams his face into the locker repeatedly, and then says, uh, um, "No, it's everybody. We haven't changed. It's everybody else that's lost their mind." Yeah, yeah. Mox is like the best murder boy. Oh. Um, then we got FTR, uh, Lethal, Jarrett versus the Varsity Athletes and Slim J because now yeah. Harry the Harry is officially a Varsity Athlete. Um, yeah, 
Team FTR Triple J won it. Um, but there was communication problems. There was one point where Jeff Jarrett just refused to like break up a submission. There, there was a bit where uh, FTR that destroyed Jarrett was going mental, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, obviously, working this towards Jarrett and Lethal versus FTR, only that's that's the the plan here. No, thank you. Um, yeah, Mark Briscoe like was kind of like the voice of reason as well. I, I feel like they might even go as far as doing like a trios match with FTR and Briscoe versus Jarrett, Lethal, and Satnam. Yeah, I can see that. Um, we got an international title um, championship vignette. Bandido against Orange. Yeah, Orange Cassidy just continuing his fire run I, of like. Th- awesome this is matches. Orange's twentieth defense. Yeah, I think Bandido could be the guy to end. We've been saying this a lot about me, you know, and it's not happened yet. I just yeah, want to I, oh, but he deserves it. But he deserves it so much. But I think Bandido was like a great person to end it because he's the kind of guy who like really can kind of get like he can have a good match with anybody. Not the Orange mm-hmm. can't, but he, he's the kind of same sort of caliber guy as Orange to Hear take me that out. belt. Forward. What about Commander? I I wouldn't be against Commander. Him, so. Also, hear me out. What about Roosh? Mm-hmm. More on that in a second. More on that, more on that in a second, yeah. So, main event, um, um, Vikingo versus Drillistico for the AAA Mega Championship. This was what? fucking outstanding. What a match. What a match. This was nuts. Drillistico's gear was beautiful as well, the red and black. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do you like um, Vikingo hitting destroyers on the apron? <laughs> Do you like Drillistico just doing murder with like running elbows? Um, <laughs> there was that spot where Vikingo went to do the dive and Roosh just casually ushered Drillistico <laughs> on the way. And yeah, uh, there's like two points in this match where Van, uh, Vikingo just eats shit and like falls to the floor from the like from a dive to the outside. Oh, there was that. There was that hurricane runner off, yeah. off the top middle of middle of the top rope yeah. to the floor, which was horrible. Um, yeah, this was fantastic. Um, I feel like Vikingo's like contractually abra- obliged to do something that kind of makes you oh. If he no. doesn't like face plant the floor at least once, then he doesn't get paid. Then I think. <laughs> I I really want these two to run it back. However, um, no, what I really give, want, what I really want is what they set up at the end of this match, which is Roosh beating up Vikingo. Given the fact that Roosh flattened Vikingo after the match. I think that's where we're going next. And oh God. Yeah. So, Can I just... Ru- go on. Go on. I was going to no, say, Roosh has already like got so much murder planned in Mexico at the moment and now we're getting this fucking involved as well. So if Roosh is... Is he AAA affiliated, I'm assuming, then? He is now, yeah. So... <laughs> that's very complex. Yeah. No, I just mean like, so they still can't put like... This LFI with LIJ, can they? I think they could, but it would be a lot of kind of maneuvering around stuff. Um, because Naito, that so they could do Naito versus Roosh mm-hmm. because Naito is no longer signed to New Japan. Ah, right. Okay. Yes, but yeah, but they couldn't do LIJ. Versus LFI because it would then be New Japan guys working with AAA guys, and that's what's not allowed. Ah, uh, right. Okay. It's it's a fucking 
<laughs> it's a bit of a cluster football. You do, you just don't get involved in Mexican wrestling politics. It's just, no. it's just not worth it. Um, absolutely Damn. not worth it. Um, oh shit! We... Oh, hang on, hang on. I've got breaking Vikingo news. It's been handed to me by my oh. by my partner oh. Sarah. Um, so they've just announced a Triple Mania thirty-one. Is that? Um, yeah, this, this so this is the 15th of June is it 2023 yeah uh, 15th of July whenever it is uh, Vikingo is going to be defending against Kenny Omega <gasps> well, that's, bra- that's, that's breaking news right there that's Vikingo losing the title isn't it? oh my god <laughs> oh, does that mean we're going to get heel Kenny back with all the gold again the cleaner or hear me out here Vikingo beats Kenny and then we get the rubber match. I mean, what whatever happens there, it's like there's no there's no there's no downside there, is that's that's just yeah, that's incredible. Um right, on that note, I think we're gonna have to wrap that section up. Um we're gonna pop back for the second part of the podcast is gonna be um we had a little interview with um our yeah, he's a member of the team, Ryan, um one of our associates. Our social media guy. Social media. Yeah, he's been on the GCW <laughs> podcast every now and then talking about the GC dubs. He went over to LA for the collective and for WrestleMania. So I had a little chat with him about that experience, um, about smoking weed outside Bloodsport and about um having terrible meeting. trouble in Ubers. And meeting Coach Urubushi. And meeting Coach Urubushi, yeah. Um why so yeah, was, enjoy that. that and then we'll, we'll be back after that to give you some news. Okay, and we're back uh, at this time, joined by a very special guest, a sort of behind-the-scenes member of the podcast team. You've been on a few bits and bobs, but uh, yeah. Ryan, who is um, mostly our social media guy, so if you've seen our awesome Twitter posts, it's normally Ryan who's doing them. Um, Ryan's here for a very special reason, um, because you actually went to LA last month. I did. Well, earlier this month, even. It's still April. Um, for not only WrestleMania, which we'll talk about, but also uh, the GCW Collective. Um, yeah. So you watched a hell of a lot of wrestling. I did. And you met a hell of a lot of wrestlers as well, which I also want to talk about. Oh, uh, well, there's there's a one person that I met, and there, there's no proof. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one on the Zoom call? Yeah, that was... Yeah. Oh, I, I barely remember it. <laughs> I just looked um, up and he was there. Was like, so right. for, the, for the benefit of the people, do you want to do you want to sort of go into? I think it's a, a perfect place to start this story. Because um, it was on the first night as well. It was on the it was on the Thursday. It was just after it was just after Bloodsport, and there was like a break in between, so they kicked us out. I'm allowed to go back in in like an hour once the. It was obviously it was blood sports and need to fix the ring the ring yeah, and put the ropes on the ring and sort of stuff like that and like mop the blood up and like all that stuff yeah so for that um or um obviously i don't know am i am i allowed to talk about weed on this oh yeah mate, you can swear <laughs> talk about weed i, I I've, okay. I've said horrible things about the government it's fine oh that's fine then. well in la weed is legal so um and there was a weed shop across the road and i was like right i'll go and get a wee like pre-rolled one. So how does that work as a tourist? Can you just go in and buy weed? As long as you have valid ID, yeah. You don't have to have like a prescription or nothing like that. You can just go no, like, no. yo, I'm, I'm over 21. Give me some damn yeah. weed. Just show your passport or, well, yeah, I, I just showed my passport and was like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, that's, that's insane. Yeah, and it's just all there for you and they help you pick out. No. So I just bought a wee pre-rolled one and went around the corner from the venue just to smoke it and... I, I I didn't realize Americans don't use tobacco in their in their weed joints. So, oh, so it was just pure it, weed. It was I didn't realize this. I had five 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 or six draws of it, 
and then I was just wired to the moon then I was like oh my I was freaking out wanting to go home and that's why I was on the Zoom call with them. I was like at least I got someone who can, I can talk to so on the Zoom call it was you it was Aaron it was Jay and it was uh, Sarah my partner Sarah. yeah, yeah. Um, so they were all like sort of chatting to you and it was this was like 3 o'clock in the morning UK time I was in bed because I had work yeah. the next day so I wasn't there sadly uh, so yeah so yeah carry on um, so I was just speaking to them and <laughs> I decided to go back around the corner to like to the venue like the entrance of it and I'm just on the Zoom call, and I just look up, and and Cody Abushi's just standing right there. <laughs> so just just to put this in perspective, this is Cody Abushi who's just wrestled his first match in like two years. Yeah. <laughs> like this is this is like the one of the biggest attractions of the GCW collective was they booked Cody Abushi, and yeah. like there he is, just stood in the street, just just there. <laughs> so I just got, I just went on the Zoom, and I was on the Zoom, and I just showed him, and he and they all laughed and were like, "Oh my God, fucking Cody Abushi!" And he just sparked off. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even get to take a picture. I think because it was so gone at this point, I was like, I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't like, know no what one was recording the Zoom call or anything like no. that. There's no, there's no like proof. I mean, no one, no one even thought to like take a screenshot on no. the phone or something. Or I like could have just screenshotted it on the phone, but no. no. <laughs> so, um, so speaking of GCW, so obviously um, before. WrestleMania, WrestleMania was Saturday, Sunday. You got there on, well, the, th- the first show was on a Thursday, right? Yeah, the first show was Thursday, yeah. 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 So, um, what were your, what were your sort of early highlights then? What, what did you really enjoy on like the first couple of days? Well, the first, the first uh, show was Bloodsport, as I said. So, and that was one of the shows I was really looking forward to because it's Bloodsport. And I, I won't lie, being there in person, it was my first, because I got there quite late to the show, so I didn't realise it was going to be packed out, so I didn't get really close. I was standing, like, at the back on, like, a set of steps that you walked down to, like, where the ring is and stuff. So I could see, but uh, Bloodsport last year, I enjoyed it, because it was my first Blood... I'd never seen Bloodsport until last year. And, and this one, I, it was good. It was good. I just... I don't think it lived up to my expectations, to be fair. Um. I did enjoy the Moxley match and, Fa- and Jimmy Thatcher's match and Mike Billy and Cody Bushy, but I think the rest it just it just wasn't. I don't know. I, I just, remember like I did. Sorry. I did enjoy the show, but it just it didn't live up to last year. Actually, I remember like seeing some clips of last year's show and there were like massive moments, like Moxley Biff Busick looked awesome, and yeah. like they were like big, like and it looked like really hype. And yeah. I don't know if it was just the venue this year and like the lighting. It was just it was very bright, wasn't it? Which I don't yeah. think I don't think added to the atmosphere. Maybe um, when I watched it on t- on like on 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 like on demand. So yeah, I, I can see where you're going. But I mean, it's it's just it's a hell of a show though. It's, it, and it's and it in terms of star power, it had some like big names on it. Obviously, you had. Speedball, Kotha, Moxley, Thatcher, uh, obviously Josh Barnett as well. Um, yeah. Like they had a banger of a match. Thatcher and Josh Barnett was great. Um, Jeff Cobb was there as well, obviously. Yeah. So Jeff yeah, you had, you had, you, you, it was it was straight from the off. You got some big names, didn't you? Which was which was quite nice. Yeah, it, it was a good show. But it just just compared to last year, it just for me, it just didn't live up for me. But that's just a personal preference, you know. Right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Then, do we have to talk about pheromones? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, one of the revelations, and obviously for you, it might have been totally different. One of the revelations for me over the collective was some of the talent that DDT brought with them. Yeah. Um, obviously, Pheromone stood out because they were so unique. I think Mao was like the probably the star of the DDT selection for me in terms uh, of in ring. I, I will actually agree with you there. I, I didn't know who Mao was until, until the DDT show and blew my mind. 
Mm. Incredible. So what was his what what was his matches? What was the first match of his that you saw? We'll talk about Malfest. We'll, we'll build up the pheromones. We'll have to work up to that. Well, we, we can't go straight in. Just let me look at this card. What were what... so it was DDT goes Hollywood first, wasn't it? Oh, that's that's why, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, on this fucking. Oh thing. yeah, Mal, that was Mal versus um Mal and Katsumata versus Chris Brooks and Brooks and Yoshihiko. Mm-hmm. I just need to go and find it because it's fucking not on here. Because that was when Mal won the title off Yoshihiko, and then Chris Brooks beat him, and then Yoshihiko beat Chris Brooks afterwards. There we go. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the... Yeah, I see it now. Yes, it, yeah, it was the one with Chris Brooks, yeah. And... Yoshiko, yeah. Yeah, and we had all that, like, all the, the sort of yeah. Iron Man heavy metal weight. Yeah. Um, shenanigans afterwards as well. And it was the first time seeing Yoshiko as well, so... Basically, <laughs> and... Just mad. <laughs> For those who don't know, do you want to describe Yoshihiko? A sex doll. <laughs> yeah, Yoshihiko is an actual blow-up doll. An actual blow-up doll. has a wrestling career, has wrestled Kenny Omega, has has and currently does hold titles. Um, uh, it did a Canadian Destroyer on Paro. Or a German Suplex on Paro, was it? It did a move I mean, on Paro. I think it was the German Suplex, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It, did a, it did a Destroyer on Chris Brooks to win the title back. Um, yeah. So I had two incredible matches that weekend. <laughs> um, so describe. Um, so what was it like being at a, a, a DDT show? Because DDTs, it's got a very specific vibe, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it was strange. I've not, like obviously, I've never really seen DDT before. So this was I, this is my first show, and I was actually at that show. And yeah, um, it was strange, <laughs> but I I really enjoyed it. To be fair, I think it went to being one of my favorite shows of the weekend. To be fair, um, yeah, it was just it was just strange. <laughs> so, if anyone, if anyone's sort of wondering why they might have heard the name DDT before, um, it's more probably known as the promotion that Takeshita also wrestles for. Mm-hmm. And so, as he's gone to AW, AW and DDT have this like sort of talent exchange, um, and that comes up actually in the next match we're going to talk about the match with Pheromones. Um, so they were going up against Takagi Army, which is. Sanchez Takagi, who's is he like the the owner of DDT? I think so, yeah. And so he got help from AW to deal with pheromones, but they sent Michael Nakazawa. Yeah, because I remember I remember being in the crowd and I just looked up the ring and was like, "There's just a guy here in an AEW shirt." What, yeah, what, he, what, he had what, his what, AEW polo shirt on. He had yeah. his head, he had his like headset on, like his little Bluetooth headset. He had yeah. his little clipboard, all the stuff he has when he comes out with Kenny on, on like the AEW shows. And yeah, um, pheromones—they're a thing, right? So so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so pheromones are. I'll, I'll, I'll let you explain them, mate, because you you saw you, you saw you saw it better than I did. So it's hard to put in the words. It's just sexy. If, if, if so basically, you imagine, they they come out in bathrobes and yeah. it only gets sexier oh. from there on in. I mean, there is basically almost full frontal nudity in this match. So I was when I was watching this online, one of the comments. On like was before the match was. I'm really concerned because the DDT camera crews know how to shoot matches from, with pheromones in without showing the asshole, and I don't think the GCW cameraman can do it. No, <laughs> I've seen a lot of asshole in that show. <laughs> Just in that one match. 
incredible. It was nice so, to see. Yeah, I mean, at, at one point they stripped down into like basically jock straps, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And then there's a lot of like it's a it's a lot of like Rikishi style like ass in face yeah. sort of action, isn't it? And like you know, there, there were, I think my one of the spots um from that show was um Ali Katz was on the top rope and. It was just basically a human centipede. Oh like, yeah, that was that was, on the, that, that was on the other show. That was when, when they fought Bussy. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, well, we will talk about that. We can bundle well, it. That's fine. That was when the match was was thrown out because of too much ass eating. Too much ass eating. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was when Effie was just grabbing refs and throwing them into like yeah. the, the chain, basically. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, and like we we say it all the time, like wrestling's at its best. I think when it's a variety show, when it's like something for everyone, and like yeah, this was this was definitely something else that you're not going to see on any other card this weekend. It's not something you'll probably ever see on TV. <laughs> Unfortunately. So we'll talk a bit. Do you want to talk a bit about um about Big Gay Brunch because you know we've got we've got Big Gay Brunch coming ourselves. Um, yeah, yeah. Next month in the UK in Liverpool, you're coming to you're coming to that. We're going to hang out and have, have a good time. Um, obviously you went to the, the previous one. You went to the one that's just been. Um, yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me all about that. It was very gay. There was a lot. The I think the crowd was completely different to what the crowd was at Spring Break and Bloodsport. Like a whole different crowd of people. Like there was no one there. I mean, there was people there who were at all shows, but there was just a lot of new faces in the crowd that I very much noticed. Um, the matches were actually really, really good, what they put on, and I didn't actually know until it was announced that um, fucking Fred Rosser, um, what was his name in WWE? Oh, Darren, Darren Young. Young. I didn't know he was wrestling on that show. And yeah, it was nice to see him. Uh, and then the main event was just complete madness. Um, Maxime Paler, or no, um, Brucey and Mason's mercenaries. Yeah, that, that was, I believe, that was called War Gaze. War Gaze, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was it was excellent. I mean, it, it, you had Dark Sheet coming off like a massive ladder at the end, which was yeah. just insanity. Um, yeah, Billy Dixon like did a full face turn, didn't he? And it was, yeah, yeah. it was, it was so, it was so much like really good wrestling and really good storytelling at the same time. Really, yeah, but yeah, I mean, looking at the card, you had like, um. Kid Bandit, Sawyer Wreck, Fred oh, that was Russell, a good match. Yeah. Max the Impaler. Yeah, just like really, like some of like the most prominent wrestlers in the LGBT community, yeah. um, which is phenomenal. It's really good to see. Like, like I mean, it, it'd be great if, you know, it didn't take like a, a, a show just for, gay, for for LGBT wrestlers to be booked on, but it's great that there is yeah. such a depth of talent there that we're able to do a, a full show like this, which is awesome. It's a shame they're not bringing up, bringing more people over from from Big Gay Brunch in in America to to Liverpool because we're not getting we're not getting uh, Dark Shake, uh, we're not getting Maxine Paler, we're not getting Kid Bandit, we're not getting Sawyer Wreck. Yeah, but you I mean know? we all get we all getting Paro. We are, I'm getting Paro at least. They only did say they wanted to focus on like the UK scene as well. Like Effie, Effie was quite clear about that. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is nice. But yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It'd be nice. I mean, we're going to get Bussy, obviously, because, you know, yeah. Bussy's always there, which They're is great. There. But I mean, we have had we have had Kip Bandit and we have had um, Max in... We've had Kip Bandit in Paramount Pro Wrestling and we've had Max mm-hmm. the Impaler in uh, TNT as well. Yeah. So we have seen them. Oh, just Dark Sheik. Just bring, bring Sheik over. Wasn't it? Sheik. Didn't, you, didn't you speak to Sheik about this uh, after after the show? Uh, yeah, I spoke to her and I said, why aren't you coming over for... Um... Biggie Brunch, she was like, it's down to the TNT people to book me. <laughs> Do it after the coward. Yeah. Well. 
Yeah, right. So before we move on to, because we're sort of flying through these, because, you know, time is always a thing. Before we move on to talk about the showcase of the Immortals, is there anything else you want to mention about the GCW side of things? Uh, we could talk about spring break if you wish. Yeah, go for want. it. Yeah, I quite. It was pro- um the Joey Janelle and Kuro Ibushi match, outstanding. It really, really lived up to the expectations for me. After seeing Kuro Ibushi in in Bloodsport, I was excited to see him in an actual match. Mm. You know, um, and then if I can go and like Billy on that show as well. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to be a bad time. Is that, that was excellent? That's incredible show. I think, yeah, Big Guy Bronze was probably my favourite show. Oh, no, not my favourite show. It was a really good show, but um, for me, the show of the collective was the GCW and DDT show. Fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can move on to Mania now, if you wish. Yeah, yeah. sure. So Mania, yeah. WrestleMania, two nights. Um, I know from, from following your actions on Discord, I saw <laughs> that the, the venue was, was very easy to get to, like real close to the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck if only. Oh my I know, god! I know you had some fun in an Uber on one of the nights. A hundred and twenty dollars back home in an Uber. Jesus, was that after the show? After the second night, yeah. So everyone was just like putting the prices right up, and it was like, well, you either pay this or you're fucked, basically. I I genuinely walked out of the main event at like five minutes before it ended, and was trying to just get an Uber before everyone else. And I went on, I was saying $40, but it wouldn't let me book. And then I went back on five minutes later and it went back, it went, it went up to 120. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so before we, before we talk about that, let's talk all about night one, um, which would you, better. so if, if you had to rank them, would you say night one better yeah, or? Yeah, definitely hundred percent better. Night one was just, yeah, much better. I better get them. Yeah. So, yeah, so what were your well, well, while you scroll for the card, I was filling a bit of time. Um, so, what were your what were your sort of highlights uh, of night one? Um, um, I think, um, do you know see, the the main the Cena and Fury match to me didn't wasn't really that good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm I, not an expert, but I heard a lot of people saying it felt like Cena was just sort of maybe phoning it in a little bit, maybe sort of not quite hundred yeah. percent, not quite yeah. sure. It, I mean, it only went ten minutes. Which for a Cena match isn't really that long. Yeah. Um, I think the men's uh fatal four way tag match, the ref the showcase that it did, um, it, it it was really, really good for what it was. It was one of those matches, wasn't it? There was like there was nothing there were no stakes, there were no yeah. build, but it was just a really fun match with everyone yeah. just showing out, basically. It was, it was just spot a, a spot fest for ten minutes. Yeah. Which is awesome. Then obviously the best match of the night for you, um got to see your boy, KSI. God, this, oh, absolutely <laughs> f- f- properly marked out when I seen because everyone around me was like, "Oh, it's going to be Jake Paul, it'll be Jake Paul," and I was like, "It probably is going to be Jake Paul." KSI said a couple of weeks ago he wouldn't go to WWE, yeah, so and then and then all of a sudden there he is, yeah, yeah, and then even during the entrance because I didn't see Logan Paul enter, I didn't because I didn't realize he was on that zip line. I just seen the Prime bottle walking down the down the ramp, so I thought that was just him dressed yeah. up as the Prime. And then I realized, I was like, oh, there's still a pride bottle at ringside. So, yeah. Uh, probably, the, the, probably the most entertaining spot of that match. Uh, <laughs> Logan Paul went to do the, the frog splash to the outside with, with uh, his phone. But yeah. Seth Rollins pulls KSI, KSI on, onto the table. The table. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Seth gets the win. Seth Seth's entrance, but on that, by the way, mwah. Yeah. You, got, you got to see that live as well, which is pretty yeah, damn cool. That was, it was nice. Um, um, I think, actually, that might have been the match of the night for me, other than the main event. 
Mm, obviously, the main event, a lot of people, a lot of people high on that for obvious yeah, reasons. For obvious uh, before reasons. that, I mean, you got to see. I mean, I, I don't think it was the best match on the card, but you got to see Trish Stratus and Lita, which is kind of cool. Yeah, right? it's nice to see them coming out and. It's a cleft yeah, item. <laughs> then um, Rey Mysterio and Dominic, sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> for, for reasons. <laughs> for reasons. There's, there's a giant cinnamon. Did you, did you see the giant cinnamon toast emoji? Yeah. Oh, excellent. That's the important thing. Dom's entrance as well for that was oof. Oh, yeah. It was. The, I mean, I, I'm glad. It could, I, I felt like it kind of took a dip during the pandemic, obviously, because there weren't fans it feels yeah. like i'm now getting back to that level of like big cool wrestlemania entrances like yeah. they're doing them again now and you got to see all of them which was which is freaking awesome i mean if we're going to talk about dominic's entrance we can talk about rays as well yeah like snip dog and then eddie's music eddie's music in the low rider and the little rider oh yeah that was a nice entrance good so match did, as well did he actually drive out in the low rider and then like no but it, it didn't i think well where i was sitting i couldn't see it but there might have been like a wee so they came round from the bottom of the stage, right? Like, yeah, at the front, you know, it's like instead of actually coming out the entrance, I think that's the way they've done it. Uh, how do you feel about the women's match? A lot of people were quite high on that, a lot of people really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it, but just and, and the right person won as well. It was a very, very good match. <laughs> Did yeah. you enjoy it more because Charlotte lost? Is that one of them? Yeah, don't tell Sarah that <laughs> <laughs> she's not turned around to look at me. Oh, no, no, she has. Yeah, there we go. Um. <laughs> But I know a lot of people said that was a really good one. Um, yeah, I mean they, they went they went they went super long, well, not long, but they they yeah. got a good amount of time, like twenty odd minutes to really yeah. like, tell their story, which is awesome. Second longest longest match on the card of that mm-hmm. night. Uh, then we had um, Pat McAfee defeating the Miz. You got to see Pat come back. That was, yeah, that, that was, that was nice. the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. better on commentary, but yeah. and then the main event. So tell me, tell me oh. about the main event. How how did this oh. how did this go down? Did the atmosphere in there? in that arena was just wow goosebumps when they got that win very very good match and yeah nice to see Kevin and Sammy getting the win yeah so this was Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn ending the reign of the Usos who'd had the belt for like belt for like three years or something stupid or two Mm -hmm. years it's been been a long ass reign hasn't it but yeah Um, yeah you love to see it that was like you said that was probably like the WrestleMania moments of, was, of, yeah. of, of the weekend, wasn't it? Like of the weekend, that was just lovely. Just right. So we'll move on tonight. We'll move on tonight too. So just just to plan, just to sort of so after so obviously you did all the GCW stuff mm-hmm. with when WrestleMania started because there were other events on. Did you just not have the time to get to any of the GCW stuff? Yeah. So there was a there was a show after I think it was night one. It was the. Gringo Logo show. Oh, World on Lucha. The World yeah. on Lucha. Um, just getting back from that arena, there was no way I would have had... Because they actually pushed the show later, didn't they? So yeah. people could make it back from Mania, but obviously that was just it, not going to happen. That wasn't going to happen, like, no. The time you yeah. get out and then the traffic and all was crazy. Have you seen it since? I haven't, no, no. Oh, I absolutely go and watch it. Um, Psycho Clown and Gringo Loco murdered each other. It was great. Gringo Loco was trying to kick Psycho Clown's kid. It was... It was nuts. It was so good. Um, was that Vikingo versus someone as well? Was wasn't Commander? Um, it was probably my favorite show of all of the collective bits that I watched. Um, just for um, oh Laredo Kid, Vikingo versus Laredo, Laredo Kid. Kid. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, also. Los Masizos versus La Family de Tijuana, which is Bestia666, who's uh, one half of the TNT 
champions oh. and his dad Damien 666 and his dad Damien 666 did a, an old school across two ropes and he's like 64 which is just oh insanity that, that was really good also Aramis Commander and Ray Horus defeated Arez Black Taurus and Latigo that was fucking insanity so yeah definitely if you get a, if you get a set man, give that a watch because it was it was fucking awesome um, but anyway moving on we digress moving on to night two um, starting out sort of a lot of people I don't want to I don't want to like sort of put words in your in your head but a lot of people were saying this this felt a lot more Vincey than than night one you're right it, it, compared to night one night two just was shit <laughs> I mean I wouldn't go that far that's, that's, that's a strong word I mean it, had, it, it was a one maybe a two match show for me and say one one of the matches got five stars off Melter, so well, right, rightly so. That was the match of the night. <laughs> well, let's talk first. Before we get to that, let's talk about Brock Lesnar versus Amos. For what it was, it, it didn't go any longer than five minutes, and that's all you needed. I mean, it literally, I'm... it's saying here, four minutes, 55 seconds. That is yeah. exactly what you want from, from that court match, isn't it? Yeah. Just big, meaty men throw each other around, and then, yeah. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. It was um, good for what it was. We had that women's... Yeah, the, 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 the women's version of the match, of the four-way tag match, didn't they? Yeah. Um, which... I mean, the, we we all picked we all picked the right winner on this one. I can say yeah, that, hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. But it it was there. It, it was a, definitely a match. Now, moving on into what I think is what you're calling the match tonight, which was Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. It's just it deserves five stars, obviously. And I I, I, I generally think the wrong person won, though. I think I would put it on Sheamus at, the, at this mm, moment, but... especially since you could have had him pin Drew and kept Gunther protected yeah. in a way, couldn't yeah. you? Uh, what was Gunther's entrance like live? Because it looks fucking awesome. Oh, awesome, yeah. <laughs> it's the same though. Whenever you're like watching it on on the TV, you can you can hear the chops, but when you're mm. in the arena, you can't. You couldn't really hear them, so. It did bring it down a bit for me. I definitely need to watch it on the. I need to watch it on the network. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that because, like, I mean, the, the, someone put like a, a chop count of that match of like how many times someone chopped and was chopped, and it was insanity. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so, so many chops. Uh, then we had another match where maybe I think that the right person didn't quite win, which was Bianca yeah. Belair versus Asuka. Agree, and again, I agree with you there. Asuka should have got the win here, and the Bianca's year-long reign, but. Yeah, I mean, you actually ask his entrance, which is pretty cool. Bianca had that really was, awesome entrance as well with all the yeah. kids, uh, which was really sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed, I, don't, I really enjoyed Bianca's entrance, yeah. I didn't remember that. And then speaking of, of controversy, oh, controversy <laughs> speaking of big decisions, the demon loses to Edge. Um, can we talk about... Um, oh, sorry, um, before that, was all the, the real match of the night. The, the real, real moment match. of the night. Yeah, go on, talk us through what happened in between. Um... um they came out, Miz, Miz and Snip Dogg, the hosts of WrestleMania, came out just to announce the, the figures. And the night before, obviously, Pat had a match. Pat, Pat McAfee came back and had a match with the Miz. Same thing was going to happen this night. Who could it be? It's only Sweat McMahon. And he comes out and just tears his quad. What, what, so first, <laughs> let's go back. Was there an actual pop on his music hit? Uh, yeah, it was an actual pop. It was, it was cool to see and... And it just went downhill. <laughs> so, so he went for like a, he jumped over, missed, didn't he? Like, yeah, he, he did. like awkward. And like, yeah. yeah, he just went down like a sack of shit, like yeah. Taurus Quad. Uh, and like then, his yeah. daddy. <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg stepped and in and picked up the win. Just, is a people's elbow? Just, yeah, a punch and then on a people's elbow. I mean, man, not a very, seen, not a very good people's elbow. You've seen some fucking elbow. things, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, like it or not, it's it's a moment. It's it's, it's it, what it, you're going to talk about, isn't it, forever? It's, like, yeah. you know, it's... It's something you'll remember from Mania. 
<laughs> and then yeah, we have the infinite sadness of um, yeah, Demon yes. Finn Balor losing Hell in a Cell match. I mean, you got to see Hell in a Cell. That's pretty cool. I was really excited for this match because of Hell in a Cell, but I really didn't live up to my expectations because I think because of the stoppage for a bit and stuff, it really just. Mm. It, it, What's it like watching a Hell in a Cell match live? Because can you see pretty well? Well, on the second night, I was up right at the nosebleed section, so it was really just looking at the screen and basically watching it there. Mm. Um, but it, yeah, if it was closer, it'd probably be different. You kind of. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. That, I'm guessing that, that sort of distance, you can't really see what's going on inside the cell because yeah, it's like nah. you got the wire there, sort of getting in the way yeah, and sort of stuff like you that. Can't, you can't really see much, so it was really, really more just looking at the screen. Uh, and then onto the big one, clocking in at thirty-four and a half minutes. The main event of WrestleMania: Cody yeah. Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed championship. Do you know? I didn't even want Cody to win. But when he didn't win, I was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did a really good job building this up. And like I think sometimes when you telegraph something so hard, you can still just do it and everyone's just gonna have a nice time, aren't they? And like it's like yeah. it's like we all know at the end of Star Wars they're gonna blow up the Death Star. But we're still, we're still happy when it happens. It doesn't yeah. ruin it for us. <laughs> um so what was what was the mood like? in the arena like after this match I mean I know you said you left a little early but surely you were still you were still seeing fans coming out after the show had finished I'd left my seat and then just went to basically where the bar is and stood there and was just basically wanted to be the first one to get out oh so you were still in the I was still I was still in there yeah Uh, just just sad dampered really just brought the whole mood for the whole weekend down was the whole crowd like just yeah deflated at that point so yeah like, do you know whenever Drew didn't win at Class of the Castle and everyone was just sad? They didn't, and... they, they didn't have Tyson Fury to come and sing a song with him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, what, what, what's, what's the point of that? No. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if I mean, if we can just sort of sum it all up then, would you, would you I mean, would you do this again? Would you say it was a, a fun experience, a positive experience? I, I, I would definitely do it again. I maybe wouldn't do it on my own this time or next time. It's a wee bit sad being by myself, especially so, on the Sunday. Did you yeah. not have? Did no one go with you, with you to any of the any of the shows? No, I just. So I, I know not, you. I know you were staying with friends, weren't you? But were they not yeah, really wrestling they, fans? They're not wrestling fans at all. I just made them come to LA just so I had someone. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of wrestling to just go and watch by yourself, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we did. We did see you on one of the um, on one of the GCW streams when you were like when you were stood by the bar and a load of lads nearly. Was it Mans Warner nearly like three? Oh yeah. Years. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't realize he was going. To, I didn't know what spot he was going to do, so I was just standing there watching. And just, just you running around with a vodka and coke in your hand, fucking, like, trying to get out the way. It was yeah, great. He just fucking just threw him, threw him at the wall. But I was there. I almost died. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah. it would be it would it'd be nice if like a couple of years down the line, if we could get like a, a podcast sort of oh. like like just trip over like to new when it's like in new york or something one of those years when it's a little bit yeah. easier to get to and yeah i mean even if people just go to the collective or go to wrestlemania or go to both or go to one or the other or whatever i mean there's um, i mean there's so many shows over week, many a weekend there was an r8 show there was um impact show yeah yeah you could go and just saturate yourself in wrestling without even touching anything WWE related if you really want you, to could yeah, you? Anyone could yeah so if if you have to rate the sort of the whole experience out of ten, and what, what would you give it? Like taking in like the actual holiday itself, because you stayed at didn't you stay an extra couple of days afterwards? Yeah, I stayed um till uh, Wednesday. Um, I maybe wouldn't go to LA again because the, the traffic's fucking crazy. 
<laughs> like we we went four miles. We stayed in Airbnb. We went four miles away from it, and getting back took took nearly an hour. Mm. I think the problem with LA is not just the traffic, but also the, apparently the public transport's really yeah, bad what, over there. What what public transport? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, if it was in like a New York or like if a Washington, York, yeah. or there'd be like, I mean, Texas, I imagine, would be quite bad, but like New York, you've got the, the metro and you've got the subway and just take you anywhere you want to go. Yeah. So, yeah. But this isn't, this is an enormous, you're talking like, was it 80,000 people a night or something like that? Yeah, 80,000. I mean, that's a tremendous amount of people to move around. Yeah. I mean, especially without any sort of mass transit system, that's, you know, that's asking for trouble, isn't it? I know. They built this big stadium. In the middle of fucking nowhere, <laughs> like it's not even in LA. <laughs> no, where actually was it? It was Inglewood, which is like a part of like California. SoFi Stadium. Yeah, it's in Los Angeles County. Oh no, that's yeah, that does look a little bit out the way there, and with no public transport to and from it. <laughs> It's not. It's not very good. Like they really, they need to invest in some public transport around that place. Yeah, it does football matches as well. They have two two NFL teams play there. Yeah, which is yeah, just insanity. So yeah, there we go. Uh, right. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Ryan. Um, yeah, thanks for talking about your your WrestleMania experience. Uh, your your LA adventure. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great it, to have you, man. Um, it, it yeah. was nice to talk about it finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that's it, it's really fun to to get that perspective of like someone who was on the ground and sort of seeing all that cool shit, yeah. and just hanging out with like Coach Ribushi, which is yeah, fucking <laughs> incredible. So <laughs> no, there's still no proof. But... <laughs> <laughs> we we know what happened, and that's yeah, what's important. He, yeah, Sarah knows. Sarah knows. Sarah saw Aaron <laughs> ran and woke caught you up, didn't he? At like three in the morning. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank um, you so much for coming on, man. And yeah, we'll um, we'll, we'll hopefully have you on again at some point. Well, we have yeah. you on again to talk about Big Gay Brunch when that's been on, and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about Big Gay Brunch. Yeah. But yeah, I'll uh, yeah, if I don't see you before, man, I'll catch you then. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, and we are back. Um, news time. Oh. We got time for about ten minutes worth of news. I think we can rattle through a bit. Um, I've got I've got a quick WWE one, and then I've got a big one regarding Mercedes money. Oh, go for it. Money. Um, the WWE one is Triple H is set to make an announcement on Raw tonight, apparently. So back, backstage is buzzing at Raw today. Uh, the one widely speculated element is that a new title belt is fully prepared and could be introduced as soon as tonight's WWE Raw. It hasn't been specified if it is a new design or a completely new title. So it could be like a new universal title or it could be a brand new belt? It could be, yes. Right, okay. Or it could be, oh, let's let's introduce another world title because Roman's fucked off till SummerSlam. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, uh, the Mercedes Money news is that she is about to be a free agent. Uh, she has no more dates left with Stardom at the moment. According to members of her team, two sides are open to doing more business in the future. Stardom was said to be happy with the deal and the business she conjured up. Uh, they told both sides have been open to doing business again in the future, but it would likely require a bigger renegotiation after the business she drew there. Um, she has been announced for the New Japan Strong Show on the 21st of May in Long mm-hmm. Beach. She's um, having a rematch, isn't she? Yeah, she lost the belt to Mayu Kiritani, which... Apparently, I've not seen any of the Stardom show yet. I've heard it's like okay, one so of the shows of the year. I am just going to show you, right, what her gear I, I looked like. I saw Mercedes gear. I saw Mercedes get a face oh kicked off by Mayo. Yeah, it was, the t- it was like the Tiger yeah. Mask stuff, wasn't it? 
Black Tiger, yeah. so it was like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. It was fire. Um, it was. But yeah, a, a New Japan set. So New Japan announced that she's a... Extended. That she she's extended for this um this show at least. Um, but she isn't scheduled for any matches in Japan for a while. And uh, Fightful said those we've spoken to in New Japan and Stardom said positive things regarding Mercedes backstage, noting that it seemed like she has enjoyed her experience there. So it you could you could kind of like say it seems likely she's probably gonna do more stuff with them. I thought I heard a rumor. Well, I heard two rumors this week. One That's that she signed another deal, and one that she wants to move to Japan and like learn Japanese. She well, it wasn't a rumor. She said she put it on her Instagram story that she's thinking of moving to Japan, and she was at like a school learning Japanese. Right. Fair. Yeah, um, yeah. And then with the new Japan thing, just before her match with uh, Mayo Iwatani, they it's announced that. They they basically announced she was going to be at the New Japan Strong Show, right on the twenty first of May. But she isn't technically signed, which means who knows? Who knows? Well, following on from following on from that was also a story this weekend. Wrestling Observer said that apparently she was very well received in New Japan. She was she got on very well with everyone backstage. She was very mm-hmm. respectful. She didn't come in with an ego. Everyone loved working with her. You know, she was just super appreciated and appreciative as well. And um, she also she? put up on Twitter. That she was teaching all the um, Japanese wrestlers about what was it um, that she said the wig game. <laughs> <laughs> she says she said it's time to open up shop and then tagged um, Trinity Fatu oh. in his in her Twitter. Well, um, speaking of Trinity Fatu, she was backstage at GCW over the weekend. She was indeed. Yes. And she also was has been backstage at Supercard of Honor. She she's got to be showing up somewhere soon, surely. Well, the rumor is that she was meant to be turned up to New Japan, but the, they obviously have decided to like not pay for any more expensive foreign talent. Yeah, it's kind of like the New Japan thing. No, they they don't. They have like a kind of quota of people they want to bring in. They don't want yeah. to bring it on board. They want to have like a limit of people to bring it in. So sorry, Trinity, we gave all your money to Aaron Hanari. Um, so there's none left here. Yeah, that's it. So sorry, Trinity. Um, Aussie Open became available, so we brought them back. <laughs> You should see the pool that Kyle Fletcher's got in his new house. <laughs> yeah. It's to uh, catch all the blood that pours out his head. A bit of a dub news. Uh, Matt Hardy on his latest podcast talked a bit about the upcoming deletion match. He basically said um, he's really excited. I'm paraphrasing it. It's quite a long quote. He's really excited because it's an eight-man match, four-man teams, and he's never done that before. Um so that's something he's quite excited about showing. He also said there's going to be cameos and guest appearances, and he's excited because it's going to be a little bit different because AEW is a bit more sport-based, so it's going to be a bit more sort of wrestling-based, um, but it's still going to be... He said it's, quote, going to have a lot of spots that are going to take your breath away, but it's also going to be based in reality. Oh, so no, um, no pool of resurrection. Are you excited for some Willow? Am I excited for what? For some Willow. Willow, what the film or the wrestler? Well, I meant the, <laughs> the hard. Warwick match. Davis. He's, he's <laughs> only, I, I only want Willow if it's Willow Nightingale. No, As Willow. What, what, what about what about Willow's way? I want Willow Nightingale to come out with an umbrella with the Willow face paint on and just start hitting people with an umbrella. That's what I want. Make it happen, Matt. Come on. 
play the game. Uh, <laughs> some more AW news. Um, first of all, a bit of something that's going to upset Faye. Apparently, the f- first AW Saturday Night Show will include a CM Punk rated tagline. <laughs> In the same way that um, Rampage was the last dance when he debuted, it's going to have something similar to that ta- for the first episode of Collision. Mm. Is it Collision as in like the collision a chair makes when it's thrown across the room. The collision a steel's mouth makes when it um when it impacts on the Omega. arms of Kenny Omega. Maybe a collision it, when um Abushi made a punches CM Punk on the first episode. <laughs> um yeah, I, I I've run out of things to say. Well they're AW news, they are trying to AW close to coming to terms with a new contract for Hangman Page. Hey, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Um, what about the, what about the books? If Air Pump's coming back, are they are they going to sign? Are they going to sign contracts with Miss TV instead? No, they're not. They're going to go, they're going to go and shave each other's backs on WWE programming. Are they, they going to are they going to enter a few? The pretty deadly is pretty deadly too. <laughs> I'd be okay with them being in a few pretty deadly, but I don't want them in WWE at all. Get pretty uh, deadly over here. We'll give them Punk back. It's fine. Well, um, talking of. Pretty deadly. Uh, just to quickly mention the WWE draft coming up, they they are one of the names rumored for a call up. Should be um, called up ages ago. I know Tyler Bates yeah. as well, isn't he? Tyler Bates, Ilya Dragunov, Pretty Charlie Deadly. Dempsey? No, not yet. Um, Ugh. Cameron Grimes. Um, um Nathan we Fraser. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nathan Fraser's too busy trying to be John Oliver on NXT. <laughs> um. um but yeah, what we do is we give WWE Punk and we get Charlie Dempsey and Pretty Deadly. I, I that's don't okay. that's going to happen. Let me dream. Um, how, how long we got left, Tasty? Uh, well, I've got one bit of AEW news I want to, I want to give you. Um, AEW has trademarked um, the phrase AEW Wrestle Dream. Yeah. So this was a Japanese like super show that ran in the 90s, wasn't it? It was. It was world, but, world of sport, wasn't it? Yeah, but they've trademarked it to cover bandanas, headwear, pajamas, pants, pullover shirts, socks, shorts, sweatpants, sweatshirts, underwear, athletic apparel, shirts, pants, jackets, footwear, hats, caps, athletic uniforms, clothing belts, clothing wearing wrestling games, jogging suits, leather belts, outer jackets, polo shirts, sports shirts, t-shirts, tank tops, and wristbands. You know what that means, don't you? What? Punk's new gimmicks, Hogan. <laughs> He's going to come out like Josh, yeah. just dripping in there. <laughs> Um, I've got a I've got a good one to close on. So if we've got anything else to like slot in there, uh, yeah, I've got two things it... I want to mention real quick. One that's a massively important piece of news: my infamous pro wrestling T-shirt ship today. So I hope we're getting that soon. <gasps> I'm so I'm I... still waiting for mine as well. Like maybe uh, I got that. I got, I got the I got the email about two hours ago. And two, remember yes. last remember last week when John Morrison knocked out the guy from Epic Meal Time? Yeah, yeah. He interfered him. John Morrison's Max is speaking and chokes him. Oh my god, really? What? So it's it's on. The feud is happening. Harley Mornstein and John Morrison are going to wrestle sometime, somewhere. Probably. I don't know. It's mad. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute. He's still elite, isn't he? As well. He's what? John Morrison's still elite as well, isn't he? No. No. Is he not? Johnny Bloodsport? No. You can't. You can't. You can't yeah. contain John Morrison. Jo- John Bloodsport isn't. Jonathan uh, Bloodsport. Ah. Uh. Um, shall we quickly run down um, Backlash? Because they announced a few matches there. I know, I read that one. Oh, they announced a big match, didn't they? Like... Oh, but mate, this, it's such a... Wait till you get a load of this card. 
Go on, give us give us WrestleMania uh, give us WrestleMania slapdash. Whoa, it's just called backlash now. Hold day. Um, so they've got Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega because Zelina Vega just said, "Can I have a title shot?" And Adam Pearce like, "Yeah, all right." Um, that's genuinely. What about the what? long, the long, um, long wait of feuds that we've all been waiting for? Oh, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, and the Bloodline. No, uh, yeah, the super. Happening. The blood oh. feuds of Seth Rollins and um. And Omos. Yeah, that 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 Reapers. you know. I I hope super like I, I hope they they just have like the the story for this just be like. Seth like walking past Omos and them just brushing and Omos turning around and then it's just it's just like starts playing my way by Limp Biscuit as like Omos <laughs> turns around <slowly. laughs> um, and what one that Big Tasty will probably enjoy because it's got two horses in it um Bronson Reed versus Theory versus Bobby Lashley yeah but they're just both um, gonna lose when none aren't they which is you know probably yeah but to be fair Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed had a really fun match on Raw the other day, I actually watched the highlights because it was the end up being the whole match, but it was just like Bronson Reed just like lashing Lashley around. It's great. Yeah, fair. Um, I I would have rather it have just been a singles match with those two to be honest, because that was quite fun. Um, yeah. Also, let's let's just uh, shall shall I end on the one I was going to end on now? Go on. Yeah. Uh, Mick Foley has called out Joey Janela for a, an exploding barbed wire death match. Okay. Really? Oh, I don't think anyone's anyone's expected that to happen. Yeah, on his um on his Foley as pod podcast, uh, Conrad Thompson told Foley about Anita having an exploding barbed wire death match with Joey Janela, and Mick's response was, "Well, I'm just disappointed they didn't ask me about it." <laughs> he said. He he said while he can't take a lot of bumps and he's very overweight at the moment, he dropped the weight to try and he get he, it, it, it inspire him to get like to drop the weight, and also um he'd be able to kind of work around like what he can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd hit Joey Janela with an exploding barbed wire baseball bat. <laughs> um, but, I need yeah, that. Mick, Mick Foley's basically said he would wrestle Joey Janela if the opportunity arose. Um, and let's put that down to matches that we need at spring break next year. Yes, please. I'd I'd take that. Yeah. Yeah. Thought thought I'd end it on a little weird one for us. Oh, so, yeah. That... I mean, we we always have to end on a weird one, and I think that's as weird as it gets. Yeah. Didn't add that on my bingo card. <laughs> yeah. Also, Lizzie like... Evo won the one PW Championship. Put yeah. that out there because I love Lizzie. Also, did, my- mythical then... mythical wrestler Robbie X won the Oakpoint title, and Will Ospreay won Robbie the X. World title. And RPD won the belt off Ryan Hunter, and Aiden Steen won the LWS Championship. So well done, guys! Boisterous behavior won the uh, the those guys too. Titles as well. Yes. So yeah, good all see around. The, see the picture the Reese po- posted with all his belts. He has got so many yes. belts. Green, it's green, green, sweet, and it's saying Ultimo the Reese. I was howling at that one. It's so good. <laughs> Ultimo Lyrical Dragon. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, Lizzie called out Mercedes Monet, didn't she? On Twitter. Yeah. I need to the... see that. Well, Mercedes, I, I Mercedes think, put out thing, didn't she, about like, who the best women in the UK are. And like a lot of people tagged Lizzie and a lot of people tagged Alexis Falcon as well, which was nice. A lot of people Hello. tagged Martina as well. Imagine that. Hmm. 
And I think I might be a little bit biased, but I think Lizzie versus Mercedes is the money match there. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like that quite a lot. I, I would travel anywhere in the UK for that match. Yeah. Even Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> let's, not say, let's not say these things. Let's say things you don't mean. Um. <laughs> uh, right, on that note then, I think it's time to call it a day. We'll, um, yeah, we'll be back yeah. next week to talk yeah. all about whatever Tony Khan's other announcement is that he's doing this week on Dynamite. Whatever I'm going to cry about, what happens on oh. um, Rampage and Dynamite. I mean, at this rate, oh. in about three weeks' time, our podcast is just going to be two hours of Faye weeping uncontrollably. Yeah, I hope you're yeah. all looking uh, forward as, to it. As as we keep bringing up like horrible things BCC have done to her boys. Um, yeah. Amateurs! Um, go away. Go- Go check out um, Aaron Fantasy Book and all in that went live yesterday when this comes out. Yeah. Um, it it's a very good card. Next week we've got a very special guest on on it. Go check that out. Also, I believe I'm recording yours this week as well, Faye. Um, you are. I hope you're prepared for it. I know. That's all. <laughs> Faye's, Faye's got um, the Charlie Day style like conspiracy board off of this, haven't you? I yeah. I, I'm I'm already preparing myself for. Probably Pints double on Friday. time of a normal episode of <laughs> of this. Yeah, that, just so you know, Faye, the average running time is between 35 and 45 minutes. Um, probably going to be an hour and a half job, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go check that out. Um, if you could share it and subscribe and like and comment, it really helps the video and I would appreciate it very much. Mm-hmm. And if you tell me you've done that and see me in person, I might high five you and get your beer. Who knows? You, you'll give you a sticker, we'll absolutely. Call. He's got loads of stickers. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a sticker. I, I won't call you an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> he won't stab you with a screwdriver. Um, <laughs> I won't right. make any promises. All right, on that note then, we're going to have to call it a day. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week for some more wrestling talk. Yeah, enjoy your wrestling. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House. Here. <laughs>